superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast, and we are in the thick of NBA playoffs round one, and we're going to break it all down. Quick episode here, hitting on all the games, all the matchups tonight. Thursday, while you're listening to this, the weekend matchups. My guys are here, Adam, TJ. I guess Kawhi's here. Like, what's going on? Look at this guy. What it do, baby? (laughs) What it do? Oh, it's just me. Yo, Kawhi's been great. You want to start there, TJ? Should we just start right in with Clippers' sons? Or do you want to talk Draymond first? I tried to explain this to you months ago. And, you know, Rich has been on this thing for years about load management with these NBA players. And the one thing I wanted to say to Rich, but I can't say it to him because it's the Rich Eisen show. It's not the TJ Jefferson show. But the thing he when he's constantly complaining about Kawhi sitting out, is I want to say, Rich, you know who is not complaining about Kawhi taking games off? That's a Clipper fan. How many Clipper fans do you see going losing their mind because Kawhi's taking time off? We don't because we understand the history of the Clippers. We understand the history of the injuries that our players have, have suffered, not only in the players, playoffs, but just getting to the playoffs. So I was perfectly okay with Kawhi taking all the time he needed to make sure that that body was right. Pause. That sounded weird. But, you know... And now that he is healthy and now he's in the playoffs, Kawhi might be the best player in the NBA right now over the last four weeks. And it's not a surprise to me. He's in his bag. So I'm very happy right yeah, now. Uh, yeah. We're in the Phoenix. We stole a game. Yeah, we did what you're supposed and, to do. And uh, I'll, I'll stand by this. If, if Paul George is healthy, I, I think the Clippers win this series in six. I think you might win the series anyway mm-hmm. in six. I kind of expect you to win tonight, Thursday. Um Adam, I was I, writ, I wrote down some stats of Kawhi. Ooh. Oh uh, yeah, I saw you working. His on first that. two playoff games: thirty-one, eight, and seven with three steals and three threes in game one. Uh, that was game two. They lost, but still awesome game. Awesome game. Thirty-eight, five, and five with three threes in game one. Kawhi has been the best player in the playoffs, right? For the first two games. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And you can't discount the fact that he's doing this without his second superstar, Paul George. The reason why he went to. Reason why he came in the first place. Anyway, exactly. Yeah. So he's carrying this team on on his back in the first two games. The Clippers definitely have the advantage in terms of depth. Their bench is way better than the Suns, and the great matchup head to head obviously is the matchup between Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's played pretty well in the first two games. I think he had what twenty seven and twenty five. Yep. Yeah. Uh, But it's clear that Kawhi is the MVP of the playoffs right now at least in terms of that series. And to me right now, the Clippers look like the better team. They lose game two, but they still played pretty well. They stole game one. And I'm expecting right now, and this is me disagreeing with my original pick, I like the Clippers in this series right now. I yeah. think that they're going to win the series. I'm pretty shocked that Phoenix is favored tonight by four points when it feels like, yes, they did win game two, but it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Clippers were out to a 10-point lead. You know, late second quarter, they were up 10. 
And then Phoenix kind of turned around the second half. Dev, Devin Booker was out of his mind. Yeah, he was on fire. Uh, last game. Kevin Durant didn't do too much. Had a super quiet 25. Um, Chris Paul kind of did his thing after a slow start as well. Uh, overcame the Scott Foster curse. But yeah, I'm, come on. Coming back to L.A., I, I kind of expected this to be maybe a pick em or maybe, maybe kind of a one-point game uh, on either side. Phoenix by four. Kind of surprising. I'm kind of with you, Adam. I'm kind of leaning Clippers now in this series. The the depth, uh, the length on the bench. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I know he shot three of 19 in game one, but had the great hustle plays at the end of the game. He had like 27 points mm-hmm. in game two. He was being very aggressive, getting to the rim and finishing, which we you know didn't see a lot out of him throughout the entire season. Played better with when he got to the Clippers, but man, if he can give them 20 a night off the bench... Look out. Yeah, you know, Russ, I think he had a quote after last game. He said, you know how mentally things work with these athletes. He says when he was with the Lakers, he missed a few shots. He knew he was coming out the game. He said now that he's been with the Clippers, he understands he can miss some shots. And as long as he's making contributions everywhere else on the court, which he is definitely doing, he's not worried about that quick code. He's not worrying about getting snatched out of the game. And I think, like, that has to just mentally keep you more involved and one thing about Russ, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it doesn't matter if he's shooting three for 19. It doesn't matter what's going on. His effort is going to be 100% yes. mm-hmm. yep. each and every time that man finishes lacing up his sneakers. So, you know, I, I'm loving – I know a lot of people were a little iffy about the Russ pickup. I'm loving the pickup. I love the fact that he found his – Way I love that he found his spot on his team and he is doing his thing, man. Big ups to to Brody for uh, you know overcoming you know all the noise because you know there's a lot of static and there's a lot of noise. He's not worried about that. He's just doing his thing and he's a very vital part of this team right now, especially with Paula. And his stop on Devin Booker in Game One was one of the best defensive plays I've ever mm-hmm. seen. It was considering incredible. the moment, considering it yeah. was in the playoffs, yep. he had the wherewithal not only to block Devin Booker, but to also throw the ball off of Booker yep. as he went out of bounds. So that mm-hmm. was just an incredible play. I love watching Russ play. The passion's always there. He's one of those guys that that now, especially, he's not really in his pri- in his prime anymore. But he's one of those guys who are just like, no, no, no. And then, yes, yes, yes. He's one of those type of, type of players. But <laughs> overall, yeah. he's definitely a net positive. Good one. Um, and you just have to accept if you're a Clipper fan that he will make some bad decisions. He will yeah. make, uh, you know, questionable shots. But overall, he's definitely a valuable member of this team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's been playing. He's been playing well. I was going to do it a quick look at the old plus minus. I mean, he was minus thirteen. Minus thirteen. You know, those uh, are some game, analytics but... though that I just, uh, you know, I get why why we have those. And he yeah. lost. He was minus thirteen. But, but there's no analytics on passion and grit. Yeah, no, you can't measure that yeah. stuff. Heart, man. hustle. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about the other big game. It's kind of a shame that uh, these two games are on at the exact same time tonight. Yeah. Uh, Kings Warriors at seven o'clock Eastern on TNT. Uh, probably by the time you listen to this, the game will be going on. Uh, Suns Clippers seven thirty on NBA TV. Uh, Nets Sixers. I, I mean, I assume that's going to be a sweep, TJ. We don't even have to talk much about that. But let's get into the... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say a sweep. I mean, uh, the Sixers... Je- I'd say gentleman sweep, maybe. Maybe. You know, the Sixers did not play well in the first half of that game. Embiid, I believe, yeah, you and Harden combined for nine, I wouldn't say, in you the first half. You were down 10 half. early. Yeah, and then it was almost like you're playing to the level of your comp, right? Yeah, sure. So, second half, I'm sure whatever Doc said, it definitely motivated them. Because they came out in the second half, and then they put the game away. Yeah. But... 
you know, if they stay on that second half level in intensity, sure, it could be a sweep. But if yeah. they have another, you know, couple halves like they did in the first half, the, the Nets could definitely take a yeah. game. I expect know. another hard-fought game. You probably win tonight, maybe lose game four, and then go home and wrap it up. But uh, the other big game, kind of the best series right now uh, in terms of gameplay is his Kings Warriors. I know the Kings mm-hmm. are up 2-0. Uh, we know what happened with Draymond Green and Devonta Sabonis. We were very heatedly talking about that yesterday morning uh, pre-Big Show, and then Draymond gets suspended. Uh, Mike Brown said yesterday while accepting NBA Coach of the Year that uh, Sabonis is going to play. Did have kind of a chest contusion, but he's good to go. Um, how big of a factor is not having Draymond Green out there? Ultimately, will it matter? I kind of think... It doesn't matter much. The Kings are playing better. They're just a better team than the Warriors. And I kind of expect the Kings to win tonight, even though they're six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Golden State, different team at home, of course. Uh, one of the best home teams, one of the best, one of the worst road teams in the NBA this year. Uh, what do you guys think about this series? What do you think happens tonight, Adam? Well, I have been underestimating the Kings. I didn't think that they really had a chance in the series before the series started. And they've been a revelation in the first two games. Malik Monk has been playing out of his mind. This is a guy who I thought coming out of college was was going to become the next Ray Allen. I really believe that with him. And he struggled with his first few years in the Hornets, then he was on the Lakers. And I think he's really found his groove now with his former Kentucky teammate De'Aaron Fox. And he's a great instant offense for that team. So he's been outstanding. De'Aaron Fox, obviously, he's, besides Kawhi, he might be the second star of the playoffs. They yeah. just cannot stop this guy from getting into the lane. He does that pull-up jumper. He does the uh, the floater. He's so fast to me. He's the fastest player in the league. Seems like it. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're well, just... Well, John might raise his hand and go, uh-uh. That's true. I think, <laughs> I think they're one-two right now, any order you'd like. Yeah, so so this, King, this Kings team, I think we've all underestimated. At the same time, though, tonight, I believe the Warriors are going to come out with all the passion with all the fire. I, I believe that that the Warriors will win tonight. The Kings, they don't have any experience really in the playoffs, especially on the road. That's a different animal when you're on the road. The only guy that really has experience right now is Harrison Barnes. Uh, so, with so the yeah. Warriors, coincidentally. Guy's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, he does, yeah. So. I mean, he got sent out of town. Like, oh, Kevin Durant, bye, Harrison. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, by the way, had... 10 out of 10 would have made that deal. So, oh, of course, yeah, of course. course. <laughs> so keep going, keep going. Adam. Oh, no, for sure, yeah. So, no, so I'm just saying, no, I, I think that uh, not having Draymond does matter, but at the same time, I still think that the Warriors will win tonight. I mean, is it an easy game? Is it a close game? Uh, what do you see happening tonight? I mean, look, yes, all those things you said are true, but you also don't know what you don't know, and these Kings don't know any better. They don't know they're not supposed to be nervous. They don't mm-hmm. know that they're not supposed to – go on the road to Golden State and win one of these next two games. Well, I think this the fact that this Draymond suspension happened is going to fire up the Warriors. I think it gets them something to uh, to rally behind in a weird way, where, where they're upset the fact that he was suspended and Sabonis was not. And Jordan Poole is the key to this game. Jordan Poole has been terrible mm-hmm. the first two games. He needs to step it up. He needs to have a 25-point you know, five or six three-point shooting game. Yeah, he's been terrible. If he plays well, they win. If he's continuing to shoot these terrible numbers and not playing any defense, then it's going to be very difficult for them to win. Saw some numbers, TJ. Uh, Draymond Green missed nine games this year. Golden State three and six in those games with wins over Cleveland, Houston, and Minnesota. So not exactly blowing your socks off. 
Yeah, you know, look, we Draymond kind of like the metronome, really, of, of the Warriors. He kind of makes that team go, right? He keeps the beat, kind of keeps them on track. So gives them an edge. Yeah, we can't undersell, yeah. undersell or understate his value to this team. Sure. But that being said, him being out, that is a great loss. But I do think Golden State does take this game tonight for all the reasons you, you guys stated earlier. The fact that, like, now the Kings have to go into this arena, which – is used to winning big games, which is used to winning championships. These fans are going to be rowdy. Mm-hmm. And um, back to a guy you mentioned, I think Jordan Poole may be key. Because you know what you're going to get it from Steph. I'm going to call it now. Steph's probably going to put 40 up tonight. <laughs> Clay will probably put up 30. So you, now the Jordan Poole factor. He hasn't played well. We've noticed that he's been benched because of his lack of defense. But I do agree with you, Adam. I, for some reason, I feel Jordan Poole – I think maybe they feed him early tonight. I don't know if he's going to get to start. I don't know how their rotation is going to work with, with Draymond out. I don't know who the starter is. But I feel like Jordan Poole might might get into the starting lineup, maybe. But if even if he doesn't, the second he hits the court, I feel like they're going to go to him, maybe try to get him going. And he hits a three or two, gets that crowd behind him, gets that momentum going. It's going to be loud. You know, obviously Sacramento's loud. But it's a different kind of loud when they're cheering for you as opposed to cheering against you. Now we also know that E40, Efonzarelli, E40 water is going to be in the building. He's going to be sitting courtside. So there's going to be some juju coming at the Kings that way. I, I, I'm looking for Golden State to win this game, but I'm telling you, man, would it surprise me if I wake up in the morning? Well, I'll be watching the game, so it's not like I'm going to miss it. But would it surprise me tomorrow if the headlines ring, read Kings go up 3-0? and I think I might be slightly surprised, but not really like – not like it's something that's unbelievable. I think we're gonna it's find gonna out. be it's gonna be a good game. Man. I think I'm we're gonna find to out early. It. I think we're gonna find out early. Golden State needs to come out hard. They need to come out strong. They need to make shots. Steph Curry, three of thirteen from three in game two, only nine of twenty-seven. Uh, you know he's a lifetime forty percent shooter uh, from three. Well, I, I think we only all- nine of twenty-seven from three in the first two games. I mean he scored fifty-eight points, but he's doing it the hard way. 40, yeah. 41 shots. Uh, he's getting to the line, but. Man, he's not doing it from outside, and, you know, obviously that's really a key for him and Clay. A lot of people, we haven't really mentioned the fact that Mike Brown, the head coach of the Sacramento Kings, was an assistant with the Warriors for years. Mm-hmm. And so this guy has a detailed, detailed yeah. knowledge of all of their game plans, and I think that's definitely helped the Kings in terms of, of their defensive plans. And the Kings were locking down the Warriors in Game 2, making every single shot difficult. Mitchell on the Kings is a really, really good defender. And some of the shots Golden State were t- Golden State were taking, they would make, but they'd be very difficult sh- shots to to even like, you know, get up. So so yeah, we we've been underestimating the Kings' defense, I believe, also. Yeah, and, and coming into the playoff, that was the knock that the Kings don't play right. defense. Right, they want to outscore you. All of a sudden, they are. Which, getting back to Adam's point, Mike Brown was really responsible for the defensive game plan for those Warriors when he was on that staff. So. You know, I don't know how they went from a regular season where it's seemingly, you know, the analytics, I don't know what all those mean. I could just go by what my eye sees. I don't know what happened in the regular season that they didn't play defense that well. But, man, they are they're really locked in now. And Mike Brown, like he really deserving of that coach of the year award. And congratulations to him for uh, for winning. that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys guys both think uh, Golden State wins tonight? Yeah. 
What are the what do you guys put the chances that they win both games? Is it two two going back to Sacramento? Look, man, they're the defending champions, mm-hmm. right? And Dre will be back for game three, so that'll be another game four. Or game four, I'm sorry, another level of, you know, just getting that crowd involved and in, in, in boosting the players up. So look, if it's two two, it's not gonna be a surprise. When we do our pod next, what is this series at? So we'll have how many games played? We'll have actually game five, if necessary, is next Wednesday. So if we do a show next Thursday, what's this series at? Is it over, or is it three two somebody? Well, okay, a sweep's probably not going to happen. So, but is it over? Does the does Sacramento wins in five? I don't think so. I'll go. No, I'll go. Um, uh, well, we have game six. I guess that's my question. Yeah, yeah. Better, I'll go. Th- I'll go three two Sacramento. Better I'll go question. Into game six. Well, we have game six. You both say yes. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say no just because, but... Well, why not? We have to have that balance. Yeah, I want to see what happens tonight. <laughs> All right, let's talk Grizzlies-Lakers. Man, oh, man. Grizzlies-Lakers. We've talked about this the last two years, TJ, on the big show. Mm-hmm. For some reason or another, we can't fit quite figure it out. We agree that Jaws is a superstar, yes? Superstar? Top John Morant? Fi- John Morant, top 20 player in the league? Yeah. yeah. Why then, when he is out <laughs> of the lineup, Memphis doesn't miss a beat? Because they did not miss a beat last night against the Lakers. It is so strange, John right? Morant is out. This superstar player takes a horrendous fall in game one. Uh, the hand that he had banged up seemingly looked like he broke, looked like he snapped his wrist in half when it happened. Uh, can't really do anything. Can't dribble, can't shoot. Uh, he's out game two. Bam, they're up 20 points. I think that the this Grizz team, they really must subscribe to this next man up philosophy, right? Because you're right. Jaws missed games. They had a... They were like 23 and five last year when he, he missed the game. They, they continue to thrive, even if he's not in there. And when I speak of next man up, you got to give a shout out to Xavier Tillman mm-hmm. Sr. Like, I got to be honest with you. Tyus Jones. When he, well, Tyus Jones, you know, I, I get it. He's been starting, he's, he's played a more prominent he role. He played a lot this year. This year, but Xavier Tillman, like, Nobody could have foreseen that coming. He was averaging seven points a game, and then he just balled out. He did all the little things to help win that game. And I, I got to say, I was very impressed with him as someone who, you know, Xavier didn't really have that spotlight. You didn't know how he would react under those bright lights. But, man, he came through last night in a big way for this for this Memphis. You shocked that happened, Adam? You, you thought the Lakers growing up 2-0, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was over. Uh, but, yeah, the th- – it's interesting. So Jaron Jackson Jr. and Xavier Tillman, uh, they've known each other since they were in high school. They were AAU teammates in high school. They played together at Michigan State. And last night they balled out for the Memphis Grizzlies. Those two guys were the best players on the Grizzlies. Uh, Jaron Jackson's had a great series so far. He's blocking shots, getting rebounds. He made it tough for AD last night. Anthony Davis was was bad last night. He had a bad game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was surprised at the, at the Grizzlies win. It shows that they're a tough, good team, and they have some good role players. Hopefully they get Ja Morant back for games three and four, at least game four, so this could become a real series. And if he does come back, obviously, like we've said, uh, the Warriors— uh, No, it's Gri- a real Grizz- series already. Yeah, the yeah. Grizzlies play good without him, but to me they need him to actually have a chance to, to win this yeah, series. Yeah, I think so, so too. Uh, yeah. I, think, you, yeah. I don't think Memphis is winning this series without Ja no. Morant. They need him out there, whether he's 75% or whatever. They need his playmaking ability, even if he just— Gets gets in the lane and dishes, uh, or just creates shots for other guys. They're gonna need him to win this series. 
L.A. did their job. They won a game on the road. Now it goes back to L.A. They have the home court advantage for the rest of the playoffs. Does that mean anything? I, I have no idea. The Lakers have been such an interesting team this season. Obviously played really well since the trade deadline and the latter half of the year when LeBron came back healthy. Uh, LeBron has two double-doubles in this series. He's doing his thing. Austin Reeves is suddenly now... Did you see that some GM said that he's a hundred million dollar player? I did see. Did that. you see that? I was okay. I wasn't. And I quickly I wasn't, just skimmed by. But it. I wasn't pretending, right? That was no. A real, I that definitely was a real saw quote. that scrolling through something. I went oh, okay, and then kept going. Anyway, he's playing great. Yeah. Like suddenly, this is a guy who can make shots and create and defend. Uh, I I just don't know why. It just feels like it's going to be Lakers Celtics, like a throwback '80s NBA Finals this year, but. Well, I'm looking at the stats last night. Uh, AD went four for 14 from the field, and D'Angelo Russell went two for 11. So they were six for 25. You can't have oh. that oh. as the Lakers if you have any chance to oh. advance in this round. D'Angelo Russell, this guy can get hot quick. He's a guy who could score 25 or 30 points a game, but when you're going two for 11, that's you just can't have well, that happen. One happening. of the big surprises for the Lakers has also been Rui Hachimura. He was been, he's been incredible. He was in their game one win. What do you have, like 28 mm -hmm. or whatever it was? So if they can get that type of production from him off the bench, they're going to be tough to beat. But And, you know, just real quick, going back to Tillman, right? 22 and 13. Amazing. The previous one, two, three, four, five games. He probably combined for he that. He had 30 total <laughs> points. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And 10, 14, he had like 30 rebounds. So uh, what this guy did <laughs> was amazing considering he exceeded his, his totals over the last, you know, five, six games. And same, like same, you know, great point. Same thing with Rui. Rui 29 in game one, 20 in game two. You're going to get that type of production. You're going to win games. What did you make of your boy Dylan Brooks, TJ? <laughs> Dylan Brooks, man. This he, guy is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. If you haven't seen his whole look, it's it's tremendous. With the man. when he ended the regular season with like he just the, let the, the he, flat, yeah, he blew his hair out. It he was, like and then like now he's got fly. the cool braids going and these outrageous sun white rimmed thick sunglasses that he was wearing. Yeah, post Mance doesn't wear with his the shirt. The most gigantic DB chain mm -hmm. that he had on. This guy is tremendous, but he's not a liar. LeBron is old. <laughs> LeBron is old, and he hasn't scored 40 in the playoffs in three years. He says, don't talk to me until you put 40 on me. Do you think LeBron gets 40 in game three? I mean, my initial reaction is to go, yeah, he will. <laughs> but even, okay, say LeBron doesn't get 40. Say he puts up another 34 piece, you know, then it's like, <laughs> right. okay, Dylan, what are you saying? <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, Dylan Brooks is talking about he's old. Well, that. To me, saying a 38-year-old is old is one of the reasons why sure. society has Basketball such a years. messed up view of, of age, right? Because 38 isn't old as a human being. But, okay, might be old to chase 22-year-olds around the basketball court. Yeah. But LeBron is not old compared to life. You know what I mean? But also Dylan Brooks talking about, you know, I poke bears. Well, you better hope <laughs> that bear you poked didn't just, like, sniff some coke that fell out of a plane, buddy, because you're going to get mauled if you poke that bear named LeBron James. And I think you poked him. And all I would say is, Dylan Brooks, you, you found kind of your niche, right? You kind of want to be the villain. Right, you want to wear the black hat. Chris Brockman loves it because he it. feels like sports needs villains. Yeah, we so need you, you are, you're stepping into that role and you're making – 
that name known for yourself. But again, be careful what you wish exactly. for, because I ain't poking LeBron, bro. I, right. I'm just saying, I, I'm gonna let that man let that man live. Right, Adam is is Dylan Brooks crazy? Yeah, why would you do that? What, what is there to gain? <laughs> what is there to gain from him doing this? There's nothing he can gain. You think LeBron's going to get psyched out because Dylan <laughs> right. Brooks called? Oh, my God. Dylan Brooks called me out. Oh, is this like a new – is Dylan Brooks the new Lance Stevenson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is. Thousand percent. Exactly, yeah, because the difference between – those those guys are, are like average to like whatever players. At least Draymond's like a future Hall of Famer. These guys are like right. 12 point <laughs> – Per game scores. It's like, what are you doing? But also, you get oh, props. No, hold on. Breaking news. Oh, what, what you got? Oh, what you my got? God. Holy crap. No. TJ, I'm TJ, sorry. Oh, Ka- my God. Kawhi Leonard is out tonight. Why? What? Is out with a sprained knee. Windhorst. This is why we keep the TVs on when we record. It's 1245 Pacific. Wow. Kawhi Leonard ruled out tonight. Oh, All right, I'm going snap. home. Snap. Dude, thanks for watching the podcast. Crap. Did he even look injured in game two? I didn't notice. Holy anything. crap! What Whoa. is happening? Oh no! Maybe that's why the insiders knew that that the Suns were favored. They knew yeah, maybe that's this why was the Suns were favored. I guess Vegas always. I got to be honest though. Thinking back, what? there was a play where he landed, and I thought I saw a little like hitching his gate. I All was right. like, okay, no, it, 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 it's fine. Well, that might be it. That might be it. Uh, right knee sprain, according to the source, according to ESPN. Oh man, this Damn. changes this changes everything. Okay, um, but look, okay. well, that look sometimes things. robots need maintenance. So <laughs> I'm going to put a positive spin on this. The motherboard in his body was acting up. Uh, there was a part that had to be shipped from Japan that didn't get here in time. So you know, we we get and that. We just go back and delete everything we just said oh, about. We thought the Clippers man. would move on in this series. Well, this this changes everything. It just depends. It depends if he can come back for Game Four also. Because if he misses two games, then no, there's not a yeah. chance. Right, but so if he's sitting him out, if sitting him out means he'll, he'll be rested and ready for for game four, then then okay. And you know, again, suck it up. The, the, the Grizzlies were yeah. out. John Morant. Somebody's got to step up. I don't know who that person get, is. I don't you, know where you you get that after just saying how great this guy has been. Wow, we just saying that he aggravated it in game one and played through it in game two. Man, I'm telling you. 31, I, 8, and 7 no, on an aggravated knee spray. I was watching that, and I thought that to myself. I'm like, something just seems a little off, but, you know, he, he – oh, man. Was that the same knee he had the issue, the ACL? I'm not sure. The right knee, I believe. Yeah, they're saying he right sprained knee. his right knee. Ugh. Not well, re- not, related. not related to the surgery, but still a right knee sprain. Okay, oh, well then that's a positive. All right, that's positive. That's a positive. If you're looking for any type of spin, the, the only uh, thing that kind of goes against you here, TJ. Well, there's a lot, Chris. I'm a, I'm a Clipper fan. Today's so. Thursday. Clippers back in action on Saturday. That's, so, so not the two days mm-hmm. of rest. No, and that's the other crazy thing. The Clippers and the Suns are the only teams in this playoff that don't have at least three games off right. between games. Every game has been two games off. So, oh, man. But again... Look me in my eyes, and I'm going to tell you, am I surprised? No, because I'm a Clippers fan. I've been a Clippers fan since 1999. I've seen this happen before. I've read this book. All right, it stinks, and I'm in shock. But I guess I'm not that much in shock because it's the most Clipper thing that could happen. So Wow. Well, let's just hope he's back for game four, and then you guys could, you know, if you lose tonight, even it up, and then it's the best best two out of three. Uh, Anything else on any of the other series, I think – I think we can all agree Celtics Hawks is pretty much over. Yeah, I think um, that's a wrap. Nuggets T Wolves is probably pretty much over. That was probably the T Wolves' best shot. 
That, uh, the Timos played very well in the second half. Second half. leads me to believe that maybe they could still a game. Maybe they or got two. something yeah, I th- in you. I think yeah. I, I could see the Nuggets winning in five. The uh, the yeah. Wolves getting one. Carl Anthony Towns needs to play better. He was terrible. Yeah. First two games. So if he plays better at home, I could see them getting one. Huge game tonight in the Garden. I mean, this is an interesting series. Cavs Knicks. It's one one. No, it's um, it's uh, tomorrow. Oh, sorry. It's tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah, it's tomorrow night. Friday night. Um, Cavs looked uh, horrendous in game one, and then the Knicks look horrendous in game two. It's kind of back and forth. They're just kind of trading uh, training duds here. Knicks one-point favorites. Uh, but the Garden's going to be rocking. You know that. kind of oh, yeah. depends on the health of Julius Randle. Uh, and Jalen Brunson's got to stay on the court. So yeah. what do you see out of that series? Is it still going seven, or is that going to be you know winner game three kind of takes control? I can still go see, seeing it going seven. Uh, I still like the Cavs overall, uh, but – I can't wait to watch the Knicks play at home. Knicks playoff games are my favorite to watch at home. That that wild, crowd wild is going scene. to be it's a wild scene. Crazy tomorrow. Uh, you're going to see the Pete Davidsons of the world sitting courtside, Spike <laughs> Lee. Uh, right. So it's a scene there. So I can't can't wait to see Knicks that. But I still, there, still like ben the Cavs. Lions. Yeah. The fact right. that I'm Pete so Davidson s- was the first Knicks fan you I mentioned. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, Woody Allen. I guess Woody I mean, Allen's probably. Oh, well, he, he, can, he can get bounced too. But look, let's not overlook something just real quick on this Nuggets T-Wolves. First of all, our boy Ant Edwards balled out mm-hmm. last night, 41 points. He really struggled in game one, too. He struggled so was, in game one, big. so that was a nice bounce back. And then Bubble Jamal Murray came back. Dude, like, we, you're holy right. Let's cow. talk about Bubble Jamal Murray's back. 40 points. He looked like he did before he blew his knee out. And, you know, it's such a shame because who knows where Jamal Murray would be right now had he not blown out his knee. And also, would Joker have those MVPs? If Murray had continued on that path that it looked like he was going to in the bubble before he got hurt, oh, because might, this guy was a walking bucket, yeah. man. Yeah. So it was great. I, I, I don't really have a dog in that fight, but it was just great to see him come back and be like, oh, yeah, that guy, that's the guy that we thought we were going to get after the 2020 season. And, of course, like I said, Ant just – he came, he put him on his back last night. He get, he didn't get it done, but man, he he balled. I gotta out, say, so. watching that, watching them play last night, Denver. Um, I think I might switch to Denver to come out of the West now. I was kind of low on them heading into the playoffs, but uh, if Jamal Murray is going to show up and play like that, if it's going to be Bubble Murray, where he's yeah. hitting turnarounds, step backs, he's getting in the lane, he's really making things happen. Combined with what Joker can do, combined with Michael Porter Jr. hitting threes. Combined with Aaron Gordon wreaking havoc around the rim, yeah. Denver looked really nice. And if Giannis still has his back issue, if Boston still has their turnover issues and, you know, kind of living and dying by the three, if they have some off nights, this might be Denver's title to kind of take. Yeah, they've been in especially contention the last few years. Especially so. with Kawhi now banged up, uh, Phoenix looking super inconsistent. And, you know, the Lakers only put up 93 last night. That's not going to be enough to stay with Denver. So, yeah, Denver looks like the best team right now. I've never seen, by the way, this many injuries to star players in the first like two or three games of of the first round ever. Yeah. Wild. Even Miami losing Tyler Hero. That's a huge loss for them. Huge loss. But I also say this, you know, looking at the Sixers, Embiid is still doing Embiid type things. That's true. 28, 19. He's still, to me, the most unstoppable force offensively. And then, you know, Maxi put up 33. He was just in his bag. So, you know, James Harden is doing his thing. He only had eight, seven assists that last game, but we still got the dub. We'll see. It all it's all going to come down on coaching. I think coaching yep. is the thing that's going to win adjustments. Coaching this championship for whatever team wins. I think you're going to have to 
look at the adjustments being made. Like Ty Lu is, you know, I thought he was going to have to make some adjustments with Zubats, maybe sitting him some more, playing Plumley a little bit more because Zoo was just getting eaten up, uh, you know, while through a pick and roll. But I don't know. I'm, I'm now. I'm just flabbergasted. Now I this know, Kawhi, this Kawhi news is the just curse of me. Donald Sterling continues. Uh, when yeah, will this yeah, end? Yeah, 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 I guess yeah, when I'm long gone, Adam. Like Roman Reigns will be the WWE Universal well, Heavyweight Champion still in 20 years, and I'll be gone off this planet. And the Clipper curse will still happen, and it's just never going to end. All right, everybody. We'll leave you on that. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Enjoy the games tonight, Thursday. Enjoy the games Friday and all weekend. We'll see you next week. Everybody stay healthy out there. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Man. Watch yourself getting into the painted Protect area. your mentals and your chickens <laughs> and your ACLs, apparently. All right, you boys. Know. Good stuff. TJ, Adam, right. LeBrock, out. Later.